if you can't be comfortable in your own skin, just being who you are, that right there is a sign like, okay, maybe there's some things you should be working on as you go through this dating process. Because if you're constantly thinking about, oh, I wonder what he likes. I wonder what he would want me to wear. I wonder, you know, I hear women say that. I wonder, should I do this? Or should, would he, what do he think? If he likes it, I'll do it. But it's like, no, what do you like? What, what makes you feel comfortable and happy? And focus more on that. everyone, Emily Abadi here. You are listening to another installment of Hurdle Moment from Hurdle. It has been a minute since I have kind of re-explained, so to speak, the different segments of the show. So I'm going to take a second to do that today. You know the drill on Mondays. I'm bringing you some of my favorite long-form interviews with guests that inspire me from top CEOs to elite athletes. On Wednesdays, I bring you this Hurdle Moment series. And for Hurdle Moment, I am diving into evergreen topics, so to speak, stuff that's relevant all year long that often comes from questions I get in my DMs, things that you want to know about, from the biggest takeaways I have from running nine different marathons to how to seek out therapy and what to know before you go, all different topics in the health and wellness space. And then on Fridays, a sweet little cap off to the week, I bring you five minute Friday where I tell you a story from my week or something that's been on my mind lately. Then I offer you a thought prompt. I answer a listener question and I give you my highlights, my content picks, etc. And that's the hurdle rundown as of now. Anyway, (laughs) today on the show, I am chatting with Rainey Howard. She's an award-winning author. She's a relationship expert, and she helps others evolve through lessons of love and health and entrepreneurship. We are, I never talk about dating on the show, but let's be real. I mean, your personal life, your personal wellness is just as important as your mental wellness, moving your body, you get the drill. So I decided to dabble in a little bit of uncomfortable territory because today, Rainy and I are chatting about mistakes that we may be making when looking for a relationship. Yep, I I'm going there. I'm sure without a doubt, I have made some of these in the past. I would like to think that I've learned my fair share in the beauty that is New York dating, but alas, I'm bringing Rainy in to give us the lowdown to unpack these big dating mistakes and have a little fun in the process. Before I get to it today, I do want to give some love to my friends at Beam. Y'all, I have been the most accident-prone lately, period. I told you about how I banged my ankle on my coffee table the other day. Well, on my flight to Colorado Springs, where I sit right now recording this introduction, I tripped and totally bumped my knee on an airplane seat. And lucky enough, I brought with me Beam's The Fixer Salve. I can't get enough of it. It's a soothing salve and it helps to fix whatever is ailing you. For me, a bummed knee from being a klutz. But soreness, fatigue, none of it's a match for this all-natural CBD-infused solution, which can ease inflammation, boost athletic recovery, and soothe sore muscles. Of course, this is just one of the slew of Beam products that are in my regular rotation, including their Beam Dream Blend, 
perfect for before I hit the hay. And I even bring the travel packs with me on the road to their The One Tincture. Of course, Beam has an awesome deal for you. Head on over to beamtlc.com. That's B-E-A-M-T-L-C.com and use the code HURDLE at checkout for 15% off. Again, that is beamtlc.com. Use code HURDLE at checkout for 15% off today. Make sure you're following along with Hurdle over on social media. It's at Hurdle Podcast. I'm over at Emily Abadi. With that, let's get to hurdling. Today, I am chatting with Rainey Howard. She's an author, a lifestyle and relationship expert. How are you doing today? I am doing amazing. Thank you so much for having me here. It's excited. I'm excited oh, to be here. I'm so excited for you to be here. I'm so excited for you to be here. And I'm excited to get a little, I guess I feel like it's inevitable that you're going to get a little bit vulnerable because what you and I are talking about today is the biggest mistakes that someone can make when looking for a relationship. Now, obviously, Hurdle, a wellness-focused podcast, we talk about all aspects of wellness. And the aspect of wellness that we are talking about today is your personal wellness, your relationships, your personal life. And as a single woman myself, I'm sure that I am pro- probably <laughs> making a slew of the mistakes that we're going to talk about today. So before we get into unpacking exactly what those are. I'd love it if you can give me some background on how you became a lifestyle and relationship expert because that's not something that just happens overnight. You are so right. It doesn't. And you know what? It was so organic the way it happened. So I started blogging years ago, like back in 2013. And I just started just sharing me just being transparent about my story and who I was. And I remember posting about my marriage around a certain time. And um, at the time, it was my wedding anniversary. And I shared the story of my marriage being that we got married, we were young, we were I was 21, he was 20. And I think it was at the time, it was probably 12 years of marriage when I shared it. And it went viral, reached millions of people, I showed like a like an old picture of us together when we were like young, really, really, really young. And then a picture of us being married and people was like, oh my God, you give me so much hope. And, you know, they started, you know, it it was like, it was a process. I was like, wow, I did not expect that. I did not expect the reaction. Throughout the journey, I just got to connect with so many people that were struggling in relationships. And so um, the more I was like, okay, you know, I would, you know, give advice. I started coaching. Then I wrote I started writing books and I wrote the first book when God sent my husband. And it was basically about my story. It was basically about how I grew up in a single parent home. My dad wasn't involved in my life. I was desperate for love. I ended up getting in these different type of toxic relationships, attracting mm. cheaters, users, people who, you know, lied to me, people who were just all about their looks and, you know, they, you know, superficial things. And so, I just shared my journey to connecting with my husband and how it was it was really 
a, a connection, like a spiritual, mental, emotional connection. And it wasn't just about the physical. So after writing that book, so many people was like, oh my God, I needed to, you know, hear this. I'm struggling in this relationship. I'm broke. I, we had broke up. I'm divorced. And so that led me to write Addicted to Pain, Renew Your Mind and Heal Your Spirit from a Toxic Relationship because I knew people needed to heal first. Mm. It was just me learning about intuition, learning about paying attention of like how I was treating, how I was teaching people how to treat me, you know, and how I, I had codependent relationships. I, I, you know, struggled with people pleasing and, you know, and that led me to write You Are Enough, overcoming emotionally unavailable relationships and people pleasing and it's just been a journey. Something that you you spoke about here is this concept that it starts with you. And I'm sure that this is probably one of the first mistakes that individuals make when they are in a place where they think that they're ready for the relationship, right? It's like they're looking for something to complete them instead of realizing like, hey, am I complete as I am? Yes, that is so key. It's just getting to that place of really having that love and acceptance for where you are right now and not needing another person or needing something outside of you to be whole and healthy and happy. And being able to do that, it helps you to maneuver through when you're dating, when you're meeting people, to really be more clear on what it is that resonates with you. So important. So aside from that, starting with yourself, giving yourself that TLC before you're trying to give some of that out to someone else in the world, what's another big mistake that individuals make when they're in looking for relationship mode? One of the biggest mistakes that a lot of people make, and I hear it over and over and over again, people move too fast and they mm. move, they move with this desperate energy, this urgency, like I need to get married. I need to have kids. I need to get, come on, let me, let me make this dating app work. Let's get it. Let's, you know, and it becomes a task and a job and, and they just start doing all this action and putting all this effort into it. And they're disconnected emotionally and spiritually and mentally. And, and they miss the red flags and everything else because they move too fast, you know, and they like, oh, my God, we had the most wonderful date. So this is going to be my husband. I already know, you know, <laughs> it's like, slow down, <laughs> slow down. I totally hear you. And I think where some of the maybe confusion is the right word, maybe it's the wrong word, but people get confused because in this, I don't want to move too fast, but I also want to be honest phase that I feel like a lot of my friends are in. It's like, I'm not trying to get married tomorrow, but I want to know where this guy stands about having kids or where do you want to live or where do you see yourself in 10 years? So on the like speed of relationship front, when is someone supposed to ask those kinds of questions then if you're trying not to move too fast, but you want to be upfront with where you're at? Yeah, you know, that's a good question. I think, you know, it's really about um, the alignment and connecting. You know how, have you ever had this issue where maybe somebody, a friend of yours, a family member, they did something that got to you and made you upset and you, and you was upset at that moment, but you knew you needed to wait a while before you said something. 
Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when you're dating someone and you really want to ask that question, like, do you want to be married? But it doesn't seem like it's the right energy yet. Allow yourself to be okay with having that question. And as the as the mood presents itself, go ahead and let it be a natural question. But if it's like in the very beginning, hey, so when are you want to get married? Do you see yourself married? It's kind of like, it's, you know, you could kind of feel off or they can feel off because it's like, are we talking? Are we there yet? You know? (laughs) I totally, I totally get that because I was on a date a few weeks back and on the date I was sitting there and it just felt like a straight interview. It felt like the tables were turned and he was the one that was asking me marriage, kids, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I left that date and I was like, I don't know if I was into this guy, but I definitely feel like I just applied for like my dream job or something. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And really what the goal is, is to really get to just know the person and feel the person, feel them energy emotionally, like feel who they are energetically, you know, Mm. versus just, you know, what what's on paper and what their goals are because we have goals and we have things that we want to do but at the same time you know be present with each other in the moment and like is this a person that I can be comfortable with and I always tell people to focus on building a friendship even in dating like can I be friends can we enjoy each other can we go hiking together can we you know take walks together and really enjoy each other what makes us laugh do we enjoy watching the same shows or have kind of the same sense of humor just really focus more on the friendship because really that's the foundation of a long relationship. And I'm, I'm happy to say that me and my husband will be celebrating 18 years of marriage coming up. And I know throughout all the years we've been together, our friendship is the key to like, no matter what's going on, I'm, I'm still having fun with my friend. You know what I'm saying? And that makes a big difference. Yeah, for sure. And I think, I think something else we're getting at here is probably another mistake that individuals make when looking for a relationship is that they're not focused on feeling out what this person's values are, what their, what their true self is. They could be caught up in like, perhaps like the glitz and the glamour of whether it be a job title or who this person knows, or maybe like where this person lives or creating this own story that has actually nothing to do with who that person is. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? Yeah, that gets in the way. It does. All of the titles and all of this. Sto- and, and like you said, we create these stories and we also create a vision. So it's like, and I think women do this more so than men, but we have this vision of how we see things being and what we want it to be. And when things go against that vision, that can cause us to be upset and frustrated. And you're like, okay, I thought we were here and this is not where it's going. So I think it's best 
to really accept people for where they are and who they are in that moment and not try to create some type of vision for them or for the relationship but to take it one moment at a time, one day at a time, and and just allow them to be who they are and accept that. And if that's something you see yourself with, then continue it. But I think as, as you accept people more for who they are and where they are, it gives you that information on whether or not you want to continue in that relationship. And what's important here is just asking yourself if it is something that you want to continue in again, in this like idea of us getting like so wrapped up in the story, sometimes we get a little bit more concerned about how something might look than asking yourself, like, am I actually in this because I want to be in this or am I in this because I feel like I should be. That is so good. And and you're so right because it clouds our vision of what it is we really want because we're constantly feeding ourselves this story and the vision that we have. It clouds the truth of what it really is. So what's another major mistake that individuals make when seeking out a relationship? Another major mistake I would say is settling. You know, I think a lot of times we settle because of other things, other situations. Oh, I'm getting older. Oh, I want to have kids. I want this person has this, but there, there are some other issues. They, they may have, you know, ex, you know, problems with their ex still coming and going and situations like that. But, you know, I'm going to overlook that. I'm going to tolerate it instead of really owning what resonates with you and what's best for you, you know, you let it go. And so you settle and then it builds up and it builds up. And eventually there's a big blowout because it's like, I should have addressed this, but now it's, you know, it's gotten too far. Yeah. That's not something that we want to happen here. And in asking you just now, what's another mistake that individuals make who are seeking a relationship? I kind of had a flag pop up in my own head because so often we hear this piece of advice that's like, you shouldn't be looking for it. Like if you're looking for it, then yada, yada, yada. But is that, is that true? Like, can someone be searching for a relationship? Like, I don't think it's bad to be someone who is actively, you know, trying to put themselves out there, whether it be by being more present and in the moment when you're walking around to the street to perhaps even like scrolling through a dating app. Yes, absolutely. I think you should always be open for it and aware for aware and open, you know, Um, when it comes to I think some people get wrapped up in the oh, you shouldn't be looking for it because it's more like it seems like you're trying to force something or you're trying to make something or control something, you know, make it happen the way you want it. So I think the best thing to do is to always be open for it. You want love, show that you're open because if you're not, if you close off, if you have that energy of just I'm closed off, that guy is going to feel that he's going to pick that up and like, mm, she may not be available, you know, cause, cause they can feel if, you know, I'm really not, I don't, I'm not Bob, don't bother me today or whatever, you know? So I think it's, it's really good to always have that open, like, Oh, wonder that wondering, like, Oh, I wonder what, 
what could be, you know, and just being open for love and not so close. Taking a break from today's show to give some love to Hurdles sponsors. First up, my friends at Element. Element is a science-backed electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing you don't. This formula is good for so many reasons. First of all, it is super high caliber. It is plant-based with no sugar, fillers, gluten, or sketchy ingredients. It also tastes so good. I am on a kick of their newer watermelon salt flavor, but they have got so many different ones to suit every style. From chocolate to raspberry, orange, and unflavored, you just can't go wrong. They have an awesome offer for Hurdle listeners. Head on over to drinkelement.com. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com slash Hurdle and get a free Element recharge sample pack today. All you've got to do is pay $5 for shipping. And this way, you can find your perfect flavor. Again, that is drinkelement.com slash Hurdle to get your free Element recharge sample pack today. Also want to give some love to my friends at Athletic Greens. It's what I sip on every single morning. In fact, it is what I am sipping on right now as I deliver you this content. Athletic Greens is by far the simplest yet most comprehensive supplement I have implemented into my daily routine. It's a greens powder that provides 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, plus the antioxidant equivalent of 12 servings of fruits and vegetables. No catch. It's a one-stop shop to help support my body's nutritional needs across five critical areas of health, including energy, immunity, gut health, hormonal and neural support, and healthy aging. I get asked about the taste all of the time, and honestly, the best way that I can describe it is it's refreshing and subtly sweet without any of that grassiness that sometimes can come with green juices and beverages. Plus, it's got under one gram of sugar per serving. Athletic Greens is a special offer for the Hurdle listeners. Head on over to athleticgreens.com slash hurdle and get a year's supply of vitamin D plus five free travel packs with your first purchase. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash hurdle to get all the freebies and get in on the Athletic Greens gang today. And what about the way that we're presenting ourselves? Let's talk a little bit about that, whether it be how you show up to a date or perhaps maybe the things that you're putting out there on social media, obviously like two very different topics. So let's start with how you're showing up to a date. Oh, yeah. So how you show up to a date really try your best to be you <laughs> that because you want you want them to know who you are and be you fully you know you don't have to get all extra made up and all of that you know you can just you know hey I'm, I'm getting dressed up I'm putting on my like I do when I go out and have a girl's day or whatever I'm not you know being all extra about it you know and just be who you are and and enjoy yourself. I think if you can't be comfortable in your own skin, just being who you are, that right there is a sign like, okay, 
maybe there's some things you should be working on as you go through this dating process. Because if you're constantly thinking about, oh, I wonder what he likes. I wonder what he would want me to wear. Or, I wonder, you know, I hear women say that. I wonder, should I do this? Or should would he, what do he think? If he likes it, I'll do it. But it's like, no, what do you like? What, what makes you feel comfortable and happy? And focus more on that. Yeah, it's really special to be able to be yourself. And it's just such an important point to reiterate here is just like, if you're trying to be something because you feel like that's something that they would want, like you're going to get lost, you're going to lose yourself. And that's just not something that you want for a for a lifetime partnership at all. And then to the topic of social media, what mistakes are people making there? I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of them when it comes to dating. Oh, Yeah. Well, first of all, you don't want to always be the eye candy because if you're men, not, I'm going to tell you, men like to look at eye candy and they love to see, you know, your body, but don't make that become who you are. That's not, it's not just it's not just who you are. So, you know, some people, they just, they post the eye candy stuff and then they overdo it. So just be aware of that. Cause what impression, what imaging and what it could be saying, what messages it could be sending to men as you're dating, you know? Right. So be aware of that with social media. Um, and another thing with social media, just keep your, personal drama off. You know, some people like to post things when they're upset and they can have a back and forth thing on social media. Twitter is the space where a lot of people like to go back and forth. Just, you know, don't come, don't allow your emotional pain be seen on social media. Do that in your inner healing work when when you're by yourself, when you're with your therapist, when you're meditating, when when you're exercising, you know, clear yourself and don't put it out there for the world because everyone don't need to see your pain. Everyone can't handle seeing your pain, especially Mm. when they're just getting to know you. Yeah. And I can see that. I think there's, I think there's value in vulnerability, but I think there's, that's your vulnerability to show and not necessarily like airing out somebody else's dirty laundry. It can be super easy to, to show up to your social media accounts and feel some kind of way and be compelled to share. But something I go back to time and time again is back in the day when I had, you know, one employer, I would ask myself like, is this something that I would want my employer to see? And if the answer is no, or maybe like your parents, like if the answer is no, then like ask yourself, like, should I be putting this out into the world? Yeah. Because really people are taking that and they're judging. They're, they're saying that's you. And that's, even if you was having a bad day, that's not who you are. You know, you Mm. may have some frustration, you may be angry, you may say some mean things, but that's not who you are. So you don't have to create a snapshot for the world to see this is what you went through because then they'll believe that's who you are. That's how people look at things when you're really more than that, you know? And so you don't want to be judged based off of those things. So just be aware that you're being judged based off of what you post and publish on social media and and people are they're looking at it and they're seeing it as you your character this is who you are I've got to ask I know we hear people like kind of throw ranges around all the time and put like arbitrary numbers on this but the 3 date rule 
<laughs> I'm not here saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm also, I, I mean, I'll be the first person to admit that I don't believe in like giving it up right away. But when it comes to intimacy in dating, is there a right or a wrong way? Or is it just a vibe? Like, do you have to feel it out? Is Tell us, give us the answers. <laughs> Definitely, you want to feel it out. You don't want, it should never just be about the physical. And you want to take your time. One of the things with intimacy, you really connect your spirit, your emotions, your mind. You just understand everything that's getting involved right now. It is no longer, you know, we're just having drinks and hanging out. You're now connecting more of yourself to this person. So I think people should just be aware is this person ready for you, for more of you, for your mind, body, and spirit, your emotions? Are they ready for all of that? And what comes with that? Because that's a gift. You are a gift. You are sacred. You are sacred spiritual being. And so when you look at yourself that way and you know who you are, you're like, I'm more than this. So, you know, I always tell people, you know, there are certain things like, for instance, um, that you value. So uh, here's a scenario, you know, my trash can, I could take a bag of trash and put it on the sidewalk and not care what happens to it. Somebody's going to pick it up and throw it away or whatever. I don't care. It's, it has no value to me. It's, it's a bag of trash. Now, would I take my diamond wedding ring off and put it on the sidewalk and walk away? No, because it has more value. So when things have more value to you, your intimacy, your soul, your spirit, your connection with someone, you don't want to just be careless with it. You want to really honor it in a way that it is valuable. It's precious to you and it's not something you're just willing to just throw away, you know? And so just being aware of how much that means when you do open yourself up to be intimate with someone mm. and knowing if that person can really truly handle that sacredy of you. I certainly come from that mindset for sure. I also have girlfriends who admittedly may have been intimate with their now husband pretty quickly and somehow <laughs> it managed to work out for them. I have, I've, I've heard the same. I have a close friend that said the same thing. Are we missing anything here in terms of mistakes that we often make when seeking out a relationship? A lot of times people are, and this is, this is happening a lot. The emotional unavailable relationships where they you have these dates, you have these fun, you know, this fun with, with this person. And then you go a week or two without even talking to them. They don't call, they don't reach out. You text them that you don't hear anything. And then they pop up a few weeks later and like, Hey, let's get together. Really be, that's a big red flag. I just want to say that. And I, and I really want people to know that they don't have to 
allow their lives to be this revolving door where people come and go as they please. And, and, you know, they get so wrapped up in these relationships and they allow people in and out as it's convenient for the other person that does something to you. And so be aware when you're dating and when you're meeting people, these people that want to come and go, you got to cut that off. You really have to cut that off and be aware of that because it's very common today. And people call it, oh, I was ghost. They talk about being ghost and, you know, I call this person. We had so much fun. Then they just ghost me. They didn't call back. They didn't respond. And then they'll hear from them down the line a month or two later. I think a big part of that oftentimes is that we think, well, like maybe they had something going on. You try to give that person the benefit of the doubt, right? But I go back always to that saying, which is like when someone shows you who they are the first time, believe them. And it's hard because again, it goes back to that idea of like, you want someone sometimes to play a role, but it takes a really big person to accept the fact that there are going to be people that come into your life and they play a role that maybe you didn't want them to. And that's okay. Exactly. We've covered so much ground here. So many amazing takeaways from this conversation. The last tidbit here for the woman that really has been scorned. She is like, I feel like this is never ending. I keep going on all these dates and none of them are leading to love. And like, is it me? She's asking all these questions. Like, what advice do you have for her on her quest to find that right kind of love? If you're dealing with this, whoever's listening right now, I just want to encourage you to know that it's never too late and you never need to stop pursuing your idea of real love. So I want to say that because it can feel like, oh, this is just exhausting. I'm ready to give up. I've heard so many women, they tell me, I've, I've given up on love. I've given up on trying to find love. And, and it really, and I, and I always say, you know what, I, I really don't want to encourage you to ever give up on love because you are deserving of love. And I think the more that you learn to give that love to yourself, that care to yourself and, and really just bask in the love and appreciation of life and, and all that's around you, you will attract loving relationships, friendships, you know, partner, if, if that's what you really desire. And I think it, it sometimes it may feel like I'm ready to give, I'm so tired, I'm so exhausted because you've given so much out and you feel depleted. And that's just a sign that it's time for you to be filled up because you've been pouring out so much of you trying to, you know, connect with that right one and be accepted. And now it's time for you to receive love, you know, because a lot of times we deplete ourselves just from, you know, the dates and the cause and I'm trying, I'm really, I really like this person and didn't work out. And I found somebody else. I like them and it didn't work out. And I think it's just so important that you now give love to yourself and allow yourself to receive more love and abundance love where you're overflowing. And that connection will, will be just an icing on the cake, just added bonus <laughs> to what you already have. 
I love that piece of advice. I love that piece of advice. I'm sure this is something that you certainly get into in your book. I know it's coming out in September. Sis, be nicer to yourself. So Rainy, thank you so much. How do the hurdlers follow along with you? How do they keep up with you for more advice? Give me your information. Yes, I would love to stay connected with you guys. Um, join me. Uh, my website is reallovexist.com. So you can find all of my books and resources at reallovexist.com. And yes, my new book, Sis, Be Nicer to Yourself. It's all about overcoming uh, self-sabotage and codependency relationships. Um, you can get that at sisbenicertoyourself.com. Connect with me on social media, Instagram, Facebook at Rainy Howard. I love it. I'm over at Emily Abadi and at Hurdle Podcast. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs>